The Doom Scroller with Andy and Anna. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Oh, it isn't. All right, I'll go. Oh, don't go. No, I'm here. Thank God. <laughs> um, sorry and apologies to any listeners. We did record a show last week, but some unknown technical gremlins crept in. And we've decided that as we found ourselves even more annoying than normal, the recording is getting binned. So sorry if it's a little bit longer of a gap. I... To those three people listening. I think that, yes, sorry, Trifecta. Um, I think that that episode, one day we'll work out how to actually cure it and then we'll release it. It'll be like a lost episode. From, when we get so you know popular when they say we found, people can deal with it. Oh, yeah. Totes. You know when they say they found like a lost recording yeah. in the vaults? That will be what this is. Well, last week, the first thing we talked about was Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. And I think that she should always be the top of the news, really. <laughs> um, She's still dancing. Is she still dancing, though? Because I can't find a second dance. She survived that first week, didn't she? I'm sure I but saw. Is that like three weeks ago now, or two weeks ago? And I can't find another video of her dancing. That's what's it called? Dancing with the Dancing with the Stars. I'm sure she is. I'm sure. Well, I would have thought we'd have heard she if she is. got chucked out, but I would have thought we also would have found something if she'd done another dance. I mean, God knows how bad the other person must have been to have been chucked out over her because she was bloody awful. Well, they always they always have a few weeks, don't they, of where no one's eliminated because oh. they're all shit. So they have to have a few weeks oh, to not know. be sh- so shit. Well, I mean, that um, makes sense because it's a bit unfair if they've done all this training just to immediately get booted because then they have to train for like three months beforehand or something. So looking at it now, looking at it now, the contestants. Oh, someone called Charles and Emma were um, eliminated first and that was on the 22nd. So, what's the 22nd? What date are we today? We are the 28th because so tomorrow, tomorrow is payday. So, I know that very well. Oh, mine's the mine's Wednesday. And, oh, I can't. I've got, I think, 3p in my account. I, so honestly, in, I can tell you account. exactly what I've got in my... Um, I, I believe it's 63p. Um, and it has been for the past few days. I've been living off pasta. I do have uh, some savings, not going to lie. But my actual <laughs> current accounts have 3P. I, you know, just on the subject of Dancing with, dance with the Stars, I didn't realise until I was looking at some gossip, like website magazine thing, how much of a crush I have on Nelly now. Do you remember Nelly? Yeah, the one with the plaster, no? Yes, no plaster anymore though. What? But he's like really built and really hot now. Let's have a peek then. I was feeling Nelly. I mean, not literally. <laughs> unfortunately for you, um, I know the pictures that are coming up are the old ones with the skull cap and the. Oh no! Yeah. Mm, okay, I see it. Oh, he's got a good physique, hasn't he? That should serve That's, him well. He has. 
<laughs> that sounded like you were sending him off to like some 13th century battle. <laughs> I'm putting him into the Hunger Games. That's what we're he doing. Come back 2020's version of Dancing on Ice is the Hunger Games. <laughs> Every time someone gets eliminated, they get like. Maybe they get tangoed into some knives or something. Like, how can you kill someone with dance? Isn't that one of the moves of one of the characters in Jumanji that she like dance fights? In Jumanji? The new Jumanji, obviously. I haven't seen it. Spoiler alert. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. You should see it. They're, they're obviously rubbish. I think I've seen the first one like three or four times because it's such good, solid, family, happy times. Re- it, you know, it's not a great film, but it's just comfort film. You know, a nice, comforting. Watch The Rock be gorgeous. Watch Jack Black be gorgeous, in my opinion. I know that you're not a fan of oh, him, though, are you? That's no, but in 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 my defence, no one is Anna. I mean, that's just not true. Also, my boyfriend gets called him in public on a relatively regular basis, so um, I have to. Anna, I, sa- I say this with love, but have a word with yourself <laughs> because it's it's really. You have Nelly. You know, I have Jack Black. It's just different yeah, musical stars from the Nelly. thousands. Uh, yeah, no, that's... admittedly, he does look very delicious. <laughs> Anyway, so Carol Baskin. Um, so aside from the dancing on ice thing, though, I keep seeing stuff about how she's clearly done, dare did it with the murder. Um, they keep finding allegedly. Allegedly, they keep finding like sniffer dogs have found the scent of him around. And they then, found they've sniffed out remains. But they've also found a letter she wrote about her first <clears throat> husband saying that she would have killed him. Not the one I she know, actually it, perhaps did, but the previous one. It kind of reminds me of that O.J. Simpson book that he released, or tried to release a few years ago, Like th- that was like, if I'd done it, this is how I would have killed the woman <laughs> I was acquitted of. And you're like, oh, okay, so you did do it, and you're literally just doing an autobiography. <laughs> That's kind of what this letter is. It's just her being like, by the way, going to kill <laughs> him, but book, shh. She just don't, don't tell letter. anyone. <laughs> letter and a tin of fish paste. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, bless you, Carol. She's the gift that keeps on giving. I thought that, um, I always thought Joe was the breakout star of that, but it seems that she's the one that you can rely on for continuous entertainment. Well, I mean, at least he's in jail now. She's she's still... She's dancing on TV. <laughs> she not, is. Not quite the same. She's dancing on thin ice. <laughs> That's excellent. That's a headline waiting to happen. I tell you what I'm finding dancing on thin ice at the moment. Do you... Is it just me that gets suckered in by those clickbait titles? Um, no. So I was trying to think of things for us to talk about this week. And I had a little Google and I saw this headline that said a stranger taught this teenager a lesson after he refused to move his legs on the subway. I was like, okay. And it's kind of a unclear photo. And I was like, I want to find out what happened. So what do you think he did to teach teach the kid a lesson for Uh, taking up extra space on the subway with his legs? Farted in, in their eyes? That's Brilliant. You've got five guesses, obviously. So that was number one. 
well, a bit of number two, I suppose. <laughs> <follow through>. um, <laughs> did he get out a large ruler and smack the person with it? Unfortunately not. Did he lean down and start singing um, unrefined opera I in wish, the teenager's Again, ear? I feel like this guy's like not as creative as you. Did he shank him? Unfortunately not. Well, I mean, I've I've guessed One the only four guess. only four sensible <laughs> things. So I'm guessing now that he set up an elaborate mouse trap, <laughs> then lured the the teenager in <laughs> with giant pieces of pot noodle. Yes, that's the one. Well done. Um, Nailed it. No, he sat on him. Um, which. Yeah, that's the whole story. Um, he he wanted the kid to move. The kid wouldn't move, so he sat on him. So guess how many pages worth of clickbait I had to scroll through to find the end of this story? 37. Up. 97. Not quite... Well. Okay, so here's the thing. I haven't yet found... Oh, no, I have found the end. I just found the end of it. I've been scrolling 52 pages to find out how long they were going to drag this story out for. Um, I think we summarised it in around, like, four sentences. Somehow, like... I can't... What is the benefit to them of making a very short story last for 57 52 pages ads ads i mean it's like i always see ones that say um you'll never know you uh 99 of people didn't know this celebrity was gay and i was like oh so i click on and then it goes through like every like fucking oscar wilde and elton john before you finally get to some random who you've never heard of who isn't really a celebrity and then you go oh yeah yeah like it's really disappointing, isn't it? That this is what we've come to. And, like, if you're going to read 52 pages about a man sitting on a child on a tube, I want it at least to be well, well written. It's barely English. But anyway, so, so that's what's been winding me up today. Weirdest sentence ever. Oh. If you're going to read 52 pages about a man sitting on a child, I want it to be well written. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you think about QAnon then? Are you allowed to talk about QAnon? Q- Q- what the hell is it? Oh my god, do you not know? Um, Q- I... QAnon. QAnon. Spell it for me. QAnon. A N O N. Um, have you seen about the anti-mask protest in London this weekend? I did see something about a protest they had to close it down because people weren't obeying guidelines in any way and it just looked like a corona fest to be it looked like that like you know when kids used to be given like um parties to try and get them to have chicken pox you know they're like chicken yeah pox parties it looked like that but for adults for idiots in central london um I don't know if I ever went to a chicken pox party. Oh, no, I didn't either. My parents vaccinated me because they're not mad. I did have chicken pox when I was younger, though. I don't think I did. I've definitely had all of them. All of them? 
Yeah. Ebola. SARS. One that... No, no. <laughs> thank, Corona. thank you for taking my phrase literally. I've had chicken pox and VD, all right? I've had <laughs> I've had them on the main ones. The main so, ones. <laughs> I'm joking. I've not had chicken pox. No, I have. There is, and it's a delightful story, there is a uh, factory in Vietnam Mm -hmm. which is very very good at recycling now guess what they've been recycling i know this what is it what is it used condoms it is it is like replacement to dildo corner isn't it i like it so it is it is it's the it's the next step this is progression (laughs) right here um it's evolution um i'm kidding i don't believe in evolution (laughs) now it's um (laughs) 320,000 pounds, not pounds, 320,000 Johnnies were found by police in Vietnam that had been um, recycled and then repackaged as new. So they had this whole setup with of tools, apparently, that you were used to wash and reshape all these used rubbers. And How then, could they not? What if they were broken? Like, I don't know. Maybe, well, presumably, it would. that would show up in whatever process because the the water used to wash it would would seep through but if they weren't broken they just flush them out flush them out start again eco condoms it is it is it's great it, for the environment totally i mean david attenborough was was quoted on record as saying this is great for the environment and it's fucking disgusting <laughs> his words not mine was that on his new Instagram account? It is, yeah, it is. That is now the most popular Instagram account of all time, which makes me quite happy that like Kylie Jenner and that aren't quite as important to the population on Instagram as David Attenborough. Well, the sad thing is they probably are more important to the vast majority of Instagram users. I mean, all his was was the fastest to get to a million. Oh, There's... I thought he had the most. No, no, far oh. from it. Oh, far from it so david needs to be uh chatting about more used johnny's before he can uh, get that title <laughs> that's give them what they want that's what i say my favorite thing about this story though is that the factory's 34 year old owner so around about our age confessed she purchased the condoms from someone else now this got me questioning has someone used three hundred twenty thousand condoms and filled them themselves and that's their job Mm. just constant masturbation and then selling it on <laughs> like a sperm bank but a sperm yeah mm. they could get them from a sperm bank i don't no, think i didn't think that people i thought they went into a cup possibly Not into a condom. well the thing is how otherwise are they collecting this unless it's like literally when you've just finished having sex someone leans in through the window goes yoink <laughs> and grabs it off like the hamburglar, but it's like the cumburglar. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of that episode of um, Close Enough. Have you seen them all now? No, I've been watching okay. um, Canada's I'm Drag Race, which I'm going to talk to you about in a minute. I haven't seen any of that. Sorry. It's good. It's missing a spark. Was that Spark RuPaul? I don't know. Like RuPaul, obviously, I've been a drag race devotee for many years now Mm. rupaul's problematic in a lot of the comments um that he's made (laughs) but 
they I, I watched a horror movie where the baddies were fracking and it reminded me of him. Because, <laughs> you know, he, he fracks in his Texas ranch. I do. I saw that story. Um, I, it's not missing him. It's just missing a bit of an edge. And Although one of the presenters is a model who I didn't know before called Stacey McKenzie, who I'm now quite literally obsessed with because her clothes, I really want them. She's just what, fabulous. What type of clothes are they? What's They're the really kind of some of them are really outlandish, but like high fashion outlandish. And she just looks amazing. And I'm just like salivating over these outfits. And she's so beautiful as well that I'm just like, oh my god. Well, my salivation this week on telly has gone over Sharon Stone in Ratchet. She I looks absolutely amazing. Yet. What's I mean, she doing in there? I quite I know that you're not the biggest fan of Ryan Murphy's work, but I, I do tend to see most of his stuff. Um she's just being amazing, really. She's just being ridiculously fabulously dressed, um, and trying to get a guy killed. So all the good stuff. I um, I enjoyed that one, the O. J. Simpson one that Ryan Murphy did. Oh yeah. The rest of his stuff I can really take or leave. I hated Hollywood. Hollywood had a terrible ending. I quite enjoyed it-ish until the ending, and then it just went wah-wah. But I think that's often his problem. I think he gets to an ending <laughs> section and doesn't quite know what to do. Yeah, um, there were always this too one's many left episodes. a bit open-ended, so I think that um, Season he maybe two. has that problem. Yeah, he might have that problem again, where he just doesn't quite know how to end it, so he's decided to make it run over. I think he has some great concepts, but they, like... He's got enough for like five really good episodes, but he makes ten. Mm. And I tried watching the new series of The Politician and gave up on that. The Politician? Yeah, so it's his with Ben Platt. I watched the first series and again thought, this is way too long, but I really like Ben Platt, so I watched it. But this time around, that's not enough for me to... My big massive crush on Ben Platt isn't enough to make me watch another ten hour long episodes. (laughs) Plus, yeah, it's got Gwyneth in, and I can't stand Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, who can though? Have you seen Goop, the Goop Lab TV show she did? I've not. I know about Goop because, I mean, how can we not? It's in our faces with the vagina candles and all that. <laughs> see, shite. I don't see that much stuff from. I feel like I might have set all my settings to exclude Gwyneth Paltrow, um, but I did watch Goop, and it's worth a watch. It's bonkers. There's some stuff in it that's just. <sighs> hippie dippy shit, you know. Well, That's it's like, like they, it. they sell they sell really cheap stuff for like nine hundred dollars, and then remarket. It's like, did you ever watch Parks and Recreation? I watched the first series, I think, and then I couldn't find anywhere to watch more of it. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, I don't have Amazon Prime. Unfortunately. Oh gosh. I know. What is life? Anyway. Well, anyway, there's a character that's like a spoof of Gwyneth Paltrow that runs this like lifestyle thing called Bloosh. <laughs> and on one of it, she's selling what she calls beef milk for like $90 a jar, which is in fact just milk. But it's like, it's just like beef milk and it's like the latest in oat cuisine and everyone's raving about it. And that's exactly how I see Gwyneth Paltrow, selling beef milk to idiots. <laughs> yeah, that's not too far off. The truth uh, really is. Unlike this Vietnamese factory, which was like selling man milk. In used condoms. Well, I mean, it doesn't seem that interested in the man milk. It was washing that 
Man that's milk true. Where did that go, hair. though? Where did that go? <laughs> oh, God, that's gross. <laughs> they used it to make a giant prosthetic Donald Trump. Um, I feel like because last week's episode was completely lost, I just want to talk about my, one of my favourite things that we mentioned last week. That I don't want it to get lost. And okay. that's Shrekfest. Tell me we- about Shrekfest, because I have to confess, either I've forgotten about it, <laughs> Or I wasn't listening because it wasn't about me. <laughs> I just I just love Shrekfest. Um, it's a virtual festival to celebrate the movies of Shrek. And I know that you're not a big Shrek fan because nope. you mentioned this last week. I think week. they're overrated. I think they're overrated too. I'm not a big fan, but I've seen them all and they're okay. But Shrekfest itself looks absolutely awful slash wonderful. Um, the thing that intrigued me first of all was I was just happily watching YouTube and normally YouTube ads are quite high budget and suddenly this ad came on that was clearly made for like a dollar and a dime um, for for Trekfest and it basically just involved a load of idiots in green face paint and some really bad like kids drawings of Shrek <coughs> and then some people eating onions and apparently that's part of Trekfest is people eating onions and this year because it's an annual thing, um, they're making it an online event um, so anyone can attend. Because normally I think it's in somewhere North America, North North America. So what I was going to say is, should we should we go to Shrekfest? Are we going to Shrekfest? Um, I mean, I'd rather eat my own shit. Would you rather eat an onion? Because you can do both. I That's don't want to eat an onion, either cooked or raw. Like the only good thing about Shrek for me is the cover of Holding Out for a Hero by Jennifer Saunders in the second That's film. Great. That is very good. I love Puss in Boots in the first movie he's in. I, like his actual movie all about him is terrible, but he's just so cute. So cute with the big green cat eyes. But um <laughs> eh, the rest of it's a bit eh, isn't it? Oh yeah, totally. Shrekfest is is just. I mean, the thing is, I don't want to see kind crazy of... people dressed in green face paint, though. Um, I imagine it's fun when you're there, and I like anything like that. You could make fun if you're with friends, um, and you're camping or whatever, or whatever you're doing. And I you're imagine very it's... drunk. Yeah, I imagine it's super fun. Um, but the actual effort to go. Mm... I'd rather well, go to as like... it's online, you don't have to go anywhere. You just have to turn on your computer. That's slightly sadder. But you can turn it off whenever you want to. Or I can just do something else and ne- <laughs> never go on it. <laughs> okay, you're not quite as enthused by the idea of Shrekfest. If you were going to have a festival based around a movie, which movie would you go for and why? Um, I've already been to do? one, and it's Romy Michelle's High School Reunion. What? There's a festival for it? Uh, it wasn't like a festival. It was a big event that was held in Manchester. So there was loads you could do. There's like, gift bags. There was, like, activities. They had actors, okay? They showed the movie, yeah. and they had actors come out, and uh, just randomly, whilst you're in the middle of looking around all the stores, just do scenes from it. And then they lined up at the front and did the dance where they're, you know, the st- dance to staying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the synchronised one they or do. Or is it Night um, Fever? Uh, uh. 
No, it's staying alive. Time after time, don't they? No, no, I'm talking about the one near the start. Oh. Where what, she's when, like, talks when about. When it's the two of them. Yeah, and they're like talking about needing men. And they're so, in a nightclub, aren't they? Yeah. So they did um, that, and it was really fun. That sounds so good. I love Romeo and Michelle. It's a brilliant film. It's such an underrated film as well. Like, it's like the probably the best for me. Is even better. Well, it's my favorite film ever. So I've seen it probably close to a thousand times. That's crazy. I, I mean, I definitely. How how have you seen it almost a thousand times, but you don't know which song plays at the beginning? Which one? The the because I always get those two mixed up. Like I've got the soundtrack. I know well, the time after time is the one that they I've do got. with Alan Cummings at the end, isn't it? Time after time, yeah, and it's just a girl plays over the opening. Um, I always just mix up Night Fever and Staying Alive, and I can't now. Think, uh, staying Alive is ah 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 Staying Alive, and what's which? How does Night Fever go? Night Fever, Night Fever. I think it's Staying Alive. They it dance is Staying it. Alive. It is Staying Alive. Night Fever is not quite as multi-purpose, is it? Unless you actually have the Night Fever. Um, <laughs> one of my favourite lines that I've said, like I've said to people, and they look at me very blankly throughout my life, is. Hello, I'm Romy, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> you know when she's trying to find a man and she goes to Alcoholics Anonymous meetings? I think that's yeah. brilliant. And yeah, no, nobody gets it at all. Um, I thought my Romy impression was pretty damn on point. I, I just love her voice. I liked it. My favourite line from the, uh, from the movie is... Um, that's when they're at the gym and they're weighing themselves and she goes did you deduct 16 pounds for your shoes <laughs> it just <laughs> makes me laugh every time are you a Romeo or a michelle i'm a oh the best best question is am i a mary or am i a rhoda but yeah. um you are so the mary the rhoda is it which one do they want i'm be? the mary you're the rhoda you're oh, the yeah, jewish it. one that's what they say well, actually, I'm the Jewish one, so um, I think I'm probably more of a more of a Romy. I'm oh, not creative. I'm not fashion creative like um, Michelle. I've I think I'm more of a Romy. I want to be a Romy. I'm more yeah, of a leader. Do you think I'll, she's the leader? Yeah, Romy, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you can be the Michelle to my Romy, or maybe. maybe I'm just maybe I'm just Sandy Freak, and you're Toby. Fuck off! Oh no, I'm so Heather Mooney. I'm <laughs> so Heather Mooney. It's crazy. As in Janine Garofalo. Yeah, because I'm foul mouthed. I just don't give a shit about people's feelings, um, and I tend to dress in black. I I also invented quick burning cigarette paper. <laughs> so it's for the girl on the go yeah <laughs> oh now i want to watch Romeo and michelle i haven't i don't think i've seen that for 10 years but i still remember quite a lot <laughs> oh i tell you what okay right did you ever watch the water babies no but that rings a bell it's like this pretty much forgotten cartoon I think from the 70s and it's British. Sorry, it's not a cartoon entirely. It's like Roger Rabbit where some of it's animated and some of it's in the real world. Or, or more like bed knobs and broomsticks, I guess. Okay. Um, I don't know. 
I think at some point I expressed to my nana that it was my favourite film ever, probably having seen it on telly once. So I had it on VHS and watched it an awful lot as a kid because I only had about three VHSs. Um, and it's got, it, I mean, it's pretty. I, I rewatched some of it this week on YouTube. Um, it's pretty janky, but it has a song in it that. All I could remember was there was a song. I couldn't remember it at all. But as soon as I heard like one line of it, I haven't been able to get this song out of my head for like four days. It's called High Cockalorum. Do you know what Cockalorum means? I, I dread to ask this question, <laughs> but no, I don't. Please tell me. Oh, it just means um, a snobby man, a man who thinks he's very important. So, they, yeah, they have a song... Hi, 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 cockalorum. And it's like a singing lobster, an incredibly camp seahorse, and a French swordfish. <laughs> Is there any other kind? Well, like, I think there were some complaints that this was a gay stereotype, um, but I don't think anybody in 70s Britain really cared too much, did they? Um I just thought he was a fun, fun seahorse when I was growing up. Well, seahorse really... rights hadn't really advanced to what they are now. Well, and you know, male seahorses are really the powerhouses of the situation, considering they do all the kind of raising of the babies and stuff. So oh. let them have their fun. Let them stick their little seahorse bodies so, where they want. So now we're worshipping our seahorse overlords. <laughs> I can't keep track. <laughs> just cover all bases. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know, speaking, I actually have a gear grinder for you this week. Go for it. And it's in related to a TV show. And it is that Netflix has announced that they've cancelled The Dark Crystal. I saw that, yeah. It was galling because I watched the first one. And although it's not perfect and the voice acting of Taron Egerton is not great. Really? I thought he was quite, a, I quite like him normally. I, I, he's gorgeous, but his voice acting was, mm. but I do, I loved the show and I'm quite sad they've cancelled it. And obviously it's COVID related. So. Oh, is it? Yeah. It, well, it's why a lot of, Netflix has cancelled quite a lot of shows, but including another favourite of mine, The Society, because it's just meant there's delays in production, meaning that they just can't do it anymore. Can't they so, just do it later? Can't they just postpone? Uh, is it now I, or never? I think they're doing that with some. I'm just... I've literally, on a complete tangent, just Googled High Cockalorum and the Emu's Pink Windmill Kids have done a version of it. And you know the Pink Windmill Kids, don't you? No. Oh, my God, you must know. It was like a viral thing um, <laughs> a few uh, few years ago. And it was... Um, you know Rod and Emu? Oh, yes. Yeah, Rod Hull, no? Yes. So they did this thing, Pink Windmill Kids, which was... You can't stop the music. It was uh, it was too, and it was these kids that were dancing and singing to it, and it was just so funny and so naff that it became viral. And they actually, the grown up kids actually reenacted it for like sports relief or something, because it's like thirty years old. But the Pink Wimble kids it seems have had another go, and they've done High Cockalorum. There you go. That's going to be our new theme tune. I think, for some reason, I feel like you'd really like The Water Baby. I don't know, like, I, th- I feel you get a kick out of how terribly cheesy it is. It's, you know, British movies of that period for kids are always a bit crap, aren't they? Totes. And I think, the, I do think the guy that made it, though, was the one that made The Railway Children, so he had some sort of credentials, but 
it's just the most horrific animation where everything just doesn't move right and stuff. It's weird that somehow that was one that I watched over and over as a kid, but nobody else seems to have really remembered too much, except for that song. Anyway, I digress. We totally digressed. And by the looks of it, we've hit our time limit too. <sighs> Wonderful. Is that our doom scroll for today? I think it might any... be. I think it might be. Any wrap-up points? Um, we love you, Seahorse Overlords. Um, we wish you well. And maybe lizards too. Maybe, well, yeah, of course, lizards. But also the beetles and the sea worms we previously mentioned. We, we're still willing to come to your aid if need be. Good, good, good hedging of bets there. Thank so you. So keep scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Indeed. See you next time, gentle Bye. viewers.